It's time to dive a little deeper into life, love, and the pursuit of healing in season three of the Lindsay Morgan Snyder podcast. Welcome back. This season, our beloved Lindsay, who, let's be honest, barely knows anything about Hollywood, sits down with more of her friends who happen to influence culture right in the center of it all. Isn't God funny? In this season, you will hear real stories of raw struggles, of how artists of culture learn to overcome, recover, and transform from the inside out so that they can truly help God transform the world in and through media. As humans, we are all on a journey of creative redemption in Christ Jesus, healing the inner areas of our souls so that we can create to inspire the culture around us. Plus, let's be honest, finding out that God is more fun than we think really helps us to create stories of strength. And now, let's get the show on the road. Here's your host, Lindsay Morgan, for more on how this all works out in real life. Hey guys, so good to be with you again today on Podcast Tuesday. Today we are going to talk a little bit about the subject of fear. Now I've heard it said many times that if we have fear, we should instead have faith. Have faith. That's, you know, that's what will help you overcome fear. But what the Bible says is that perfect love is what casts out fear. So it's not faith, it's love. And you know one of my favorite subjects is love. And I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and all the interviews we've been doing, and we have many more to go. But I also want to pop in here and I want to talk about this inner healing journey, this inner healing journey for us all. This, this idea of how do we come into the healing that Jesus died to give us. Jesus died so that we would be healed and whole. And what does that look like? And what is that process? Why, why does it sometimes happen? Why does it not happen? What does inner healing even mean? It's a good question. It's a great question. To be honest with you, I'm so on the journey with you. I do not have this figured out. I'm not coming from like Lindsay teacher land. Like I am coming in this with you because this is what I felt like the Lord put on my heart is, is let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about our healing journeys. And you know what? They look different. If you listened last week to Russ, Russell Howard, my friend who is a gifted, gifted, gifted of heaven music composer. I'll be honest. I didn't even know what a music composer was until I met Russ. But, um, you know me, I'm the girl who was called to Hollywood and knows nothing about it, but it's great. It's so fun. It's just amazing because I meet these incredible people like divinely by God. I'm not looking for these people. I don't even know who they are half the time, but it's like he introduced me to these people because he wants to encourage all of us with their stories. And I love that. Um, you know, but what I find interesting is that everyone's story is different, right? Like everyone finds healing and even finds Jesus in different ways. 
finds God in different ways. You know, some people find God and then they realize, oh, Jesus is God. But some people don't actually realize that until a little bit later. And I think we sometimes, you know, want to have this like one track, like formula for how how people meet God and how people, you know, find healing from their issues. Because here's a little secret, y'all. We all got some issues, right? Like we all have issues. And and I hate this whole thing of like, this whole thing of like a Jesus band-aid. You know what I mean? Like I had so many issues and I went through all kinds of different healing. You know, I went to therapy. You know, I'll love me some therapy. Went to therapy, um, learned some great things in therapy. You know, then um, did a lot of different like classes in church that brought healing to my heart and mind, my soul. Um, and then, you know, did, um, did some like deliverance stuff, you know, like restoring the foundations. Do I have any restoring the foundations friends out there? Yeah. That's like kind of some deep stuff, you know, you're really digging in and like, what, you know, done a lot of the, like, what lies do I believe? Obviously, like I kind of wrote a book about that. So I've done some deep work in that. I've done Sozo work, you know, and I'm, you know, pretty soon the next week or so I'm about to do some other heart work, you know, because, I think like anything in life, right? Like we we do, we co-labor with the Lord to come into the fullness, to come into the abundance of what he's already paid for. We actually already, we actually are already there, but, but there's sometimes a process to like, like letting it come through our life. I know that sounds weird. And here's the thing. Again, I don't have it all figured out, okay? I'm on the journey with you. I want this to be a place where we can vulnerably talk. I guess I can vulnerably talk and or my interviewees about like the truth of 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 the journey and how the journey isn't the same for everyone. You know, and and I think God takes us on different journeys, you know. The only thing I can find that is a formula with the Lord is that he he leads us and guides us right he leads us and guides us he knows what we need he knows when we need it he knows when it's safe to process some things he knows when it's better to just keep on keeping on, you know, he does. He's so smart. You know, he delivers people in dreams. I believe one of my biggest passions is that he is going to heal, save, and deliver people through media, through stories, without people maybe even realizing it. Because guess what? God loves his people that much. Who knows some of the things that we have all been like delivered of and we didn't even know? You know, sometimes we lean way too much on our own understanding and we we forget about the supernatural ways of God. And it's 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 exciting to know that we have a God that loves us so much that he will he will get to us. He will make himself known to us. He will make sure that we get what he paid for. And sometimes he asks us to co-labor with him and sometimes he just does it. You know, for me, my story, I'm going to tell a lot of my story on this podcast as well. But like for me, I was straight up delivered of alcoholism. 
Okay, first of all, I didn't know I was an alcoholic. I thought I was just a party girl, okay? I mean, I probably drank, you know, a few bottles of vodka a week, so I don't know why I didn't think that was a problem, but, you know, I was having a good time, honestly. Strangely enough, like, I wouldn't say I have a ton of regrets, which some of you might be like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, you know, but like, look, we all, like, go through life and there's some shenanigans, you know, in our life, and it's not pretty, but the truth is, we wouldn't be who we are today if we hadn't gone through some of that stuff. So, you know, God really does use everything, like Romans 8.28 says, for our good and his glory. He'll take all our jacked up shenanigans and like work it in to the person he creates us to be. So, you know, I'm not saying I don't like wish I wouldn't have done some of that, but, you know, part of me was having a good time. Like, I'm not going to lie, you know. But all that to say is I was being eaten alive inside. You know, my soul was like dead and dying. My spirit was dead, obviously. I didn't know the Lord. But my soul was also just being like eaten alive inside of me. And, you know, for me to like, you know, I was basically numbing out with alcohol and stuff and fun. And, I, you know, I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I love to have fun. So there's no shame and fun, right? And I had a lot of fun. I did. And. And I, you know, I enjoyed myself. So anyway, I'm not going to go back and be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, whatever. Like, yeah, there are some things I wish I wouldn't have done for sure. And, you know, honestly, I should have been chopped up in someone's trunk, if I'm really honest. So like pretty thankful to God that he protected me even before I knew him, which is interesting, right? Um, I just think that means he's yeah, got something for me here on earth to do, really, you know, because the Bible says that you know, this life is like a vapor. Like we're not here for very long, you know, like it's a vapor. And so we're really kind of here to like do what God puts us on earth to do. And then like heaven is our home. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't feel like he kept me here because he's like, oh yeah, Lindsay, he's, you know, I don't know. I don't understand how God works all the time, obviously, but like, I know, like, I'm not here for like, you know, just like, I almost said a cuss word, so I'm not going to say it, but you know what I mean? Like, I was, <laughs> like, I was just going to say like, for like, you know, blah and giggles, you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm being so weird. Okay. I'm going to keep going, but anyway, but like, you know, this isn't about me. It's about God and Jesus and Holy Spirit and some little assignment he has for me on earth, you know, and um, I'm still working out what that is, to be honest, you know, I think God doesn't give us our whole assignment like up front, you know, like in a syllabus because he like, we would just cruise along without him. You know what I mean? We'd be like, thanks. See ya. And we'd like build our golden calves, you know? I mean, people already did that. It's like real. But, you know, he's so into relationship. Like he created us because he wanted someone to love. Like that's so nice, y'all. I don't even know, but that is like the sweetest thing I've ever heard. So like, you know, God created us because he wanted someone to love, you know? And he wanted to give us this dominion on earth through Jesus Christ to, to take back like his planet. That's, you know, kind of a random word, but from 
you know, the enemy. And and Jesus really already did the heavy lifting, you know, like Jesus already, you know, really took the authority away from the enemy. But as as little humans or big humans, like we actually have the authority, but most of us kind of don't know, you know what I mean? Or we're like all bogged down by all our drama. I mean, myself included, y'all, myself included. Past month, Lord have mercy, it was not pretty. But anyway, breakdown after breakdown, it just wasn't cute. But it doesn't matter. The truth is still the truth. Like Jesus died and all authority that was given to him is given to us to like, to like rule and reign with, with the Lord and like call things to be how they should be in the kingdom of God. We are in the kingdom of God. We're in the kingdom of God. We don't have to do anything to be in the kingdom of God except receive the gift of Jesus. And then we come into a whole new kingdom. And then we live in a kingdom on earth, right? I know, so interesting. And and there's just like a whole other way of doing life. And it's it's not well, it's perfect. We as little sweet humans are far from perfect. Okay. I mean, let's be real. So anyway, all that to say is that there are things that trip us up, right? You know, like all kinds of stuff, pain, you know, trauma, like, I mean, just, you know, I mean, there's so many things. But anyway, we don't want to dwell on the things, right? But we also don't want to, like, Jesus band-aid the things either. Okay, can I just be real, you know? Now, Jesus is so kind, right? He's so the nicest person I know. So, like, he will supernaturally deliver us sometimes, okay? So, like, I was a for-real alcoholic, functioning, looked like a party girl. I was a party girl. But, like, legit you don't drink bottles of vodka a week and like not be considered someone of an alcoholic now I remember when my therapist said to me this is before I knew Jesus she tried to say to me like that I had a drinking problem and I was completely offended of course and I was like no lady like I just remember in my mind being like no lady like I don't think you understand like I'm a party girl like that's what people do I don't know what you do but that's what like normal people do (laughs) I mean I remember like it was yesterday it was probably 12 13 years ago and, um, you know, she was like, you could tell she was just like, okay, she's not ready for this, you know, and she like moved on. But truth be told, I mean, I didn't really think too much of it at the time. But, you know, after I like, kind of came to this understanding of like, God being like real, and this whole thing being like about God, like this whole like life being about God, like, really, being 31 years old and being like, wait, what? Like, I was 31. I thought I knew what was going on in life. Like, holy crap. I've just had this crazy real encounter with a supernatural God. So it wasn't any people telling me God was real. It wasn't anyone, like, knocking on my front door or, like, handing me a track out on the street. Like, it was Jesus. Well, I didn't even know it was Jesus at the time. I knew it was God. God, like, straight up, like, came into my bedroom and was like, hey, Lindsay, like, I'm, I'm right here. I've always been right here, you know? I mean, I'm sorry, but you can't talk me out of it. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, more real than, like, the air I'm breathing right now. So I'm like, yo, God is real, you know? And so then he took me on this journey of taking me to church and the whole cool thing and all the stuff. And I started to learn about what I didn't know before and what I didn't really believe before. And all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, this is real. Like, God is real. Wow. All right. And so I started praying. You know, I mean, crazy things started happening. Cool things, you know? 
Um, and things started falling off me. I wasn't even trying. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, forgive people that I was angry at. I wasn't trying. It just was happening, which was so sweet of God, right? And, like, I would go to these, like, church parties, you know, with my friend, my new friends, my new little church friends. And they would all be, like, enjoying some wine and some beers, you know, like, not getting, like, completely wasted. But just, like, you know, just having a nice time in life. And and I, like, literally just had no interest. I don't know. It was super weird. I was just, like, you know, I just... I don't know, I would bring my hot tea, you know, to the party, and they would sort of make fun of me, like, in a cute, loving way, like, Lens, like, do you want a beer, you want a drink, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm good, you know, and they were like, okay, cool, like, they weren't, like, trying to force it down my throat, but, like, they kind of laughed at me, and I'm like, look, I drank enough in the past decade to, like, seriously put you all, like, out for, like, you know, six months, so, you know, but it was just funny, like, I never tried to stop drinking, Like, I just completely was delivered of it, if you want to use the word delivered. You know, look, we all use different terms. We're pretty much all talking about the same thing. But, um, you know, different people are comfortable with different language. Totally cool. And so, anyway, all I have to say is, like, you know, there was Lens, like, cruising around with her little hot tea, you know, having a great time. I think it's just appreciating the freaking clarity I had without the chemical substance you know but um but I I loved going to the parties like I wasn't there you know some people who who uh consider themselves an alcoholic they couldn't be around alcohol because they would desire it so badly that wasn't my story I didn't care everybody could drink didn't bother me at all you know not at all I had no interest so that's an example of God straight up just you could you you could use the word healing me of alcoholism. You could use the word delivering me from alcoholism. Use whatever word you want. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. You know, it just reminds me of like when I first became a Christian. I, I was became a Christian in like in this kind of supernatural way, but then I went to this really great church that was for like more of the, the seeker. You know, it's, it was a church that where he just he kept things so simple but powerful you know very profound and I honor this man to this day Andy Stanley is amazing um and that's really where you know like I started to learn and understand and it was so 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 powerful you know um and then I got this job with this like awesome company and I met all these different kind of Christians right so like I I mean, oh my gosh, the whole place was filled with Christians. And it was so cool because I was like a brand new Christian. I mean, I didn't really like, I mean, I didn't know that many people, you know, in this new kingdom, basically, you know, not everybody would use the word kingdom, but you know, that's really what it is. And everyone's welcome, you know, but you know, you're going to get the transformation when you accept Christ. That's when it starts to change. Um, Anyway. Or that's when it all changes, actually. But then you start to manifest change. You start to see change in your life, you know. So anyway, all I have to say is that... Um, so then I I start working for this company where there are all these Christians, which I think was so kind of Jesus. If you think about it, you know, he's so sweet. So anyway, I'm like at this company and, um, you know, I'm like meeting these people and they're just so 
interesting 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 so interesting like just very different like they think different like I just was like who are these characters you know they were so precious and what I started to find over years was like oh wow they all love Jesus but they they have a little bit of different ways of thinking about it which to me was new right because I'm like 31 years old like come kind of come into this new belief system of how the world operates through you know this Christian lens which now I call like a kingdom lens um and I guess I just thought everybody believed the same I didn't know but I realized oh different people believe different things about the same bible and the same Jesus um interesting you know it was so interesting and so I was just like okay you know cool and so I would sit down and talk to these people and, you know, spend my lunches with them and after work and, you know, it was great. Um, and I started to think, well, wow, why? I wonder why they think a little different, you know. So I remember one woman I love from South Africa. Oh, my gosh, she's amazing. We called her like, I don't know, she was just amazing. Anyway, she's one of my favorite people, but her name, her name's Rona. Sometimes I feel weird about calling people out on my podcast. I don't know why. Anyway, but I want to honor Rona because she's amazing. And um, anyway, I just remember, you know, talking to people like Rona and she had mentioned that at her church, they were having like a mentor series or whatever. And you could come and, you know, kind of go to this class basically. And it was close to our office and it was, you know, like seven o'clock on Wednesday, whatever. And I was like, awesome you know I was so like hungry for like this whole new like revelation I was having about life (laughs) and so I started going to this and like this crew believed a little different you know than than the church I went to and I was starting to wonder like wait who's right and who's wrong you know what I mean like which wait these people believe a little bit different so what I'm talking about are people that believe that like the gifts of the spirit died with the apostles right so so i think the name the the like technical name or sensationist means like they um yeah they just believe that the gifts of the spirit like aren't for today which is fine right like they're brilliant people they're so loving they serve like no one's business they they just they 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 do amazing things there's so much fruit coming from from this crew's life right and there's this whole like group of christians that believe this this the whole group of of um of uh denominations that believe this which is great i mean it's great it doesn't really affect i mean you know like they're amazing people so i'm like i know these people are legit you know and then there was this other group of people that maybe might be called like you know, um, charismatics would be maybe like a technical term. I hope I'm not offending anyone. I don't know if these terms are offensive. I don't think they are, but who knows anymore. But anyway, so the charismatics, you know, so then there's these charismatic people and I didn't really know that term right away, but like, I'm like, wait, these people believe like, like, like they believe like you can hear God. They believe like in healing. They, you know, they, they kind of talk a little bit more about the enemy. I don't know. Like they, they just talk about different things in the other crew, you know? And I, so I, you know, I'm just like, I know they're both Christians. Like I know both these groups believe that Jesus is the savior of the world and that we all can come into this, 
this place of, of being saved, quote unquote saved. And, you know, like living forever in heaven, you know, that Jesus took the, took sin, took on sin and, um, died so that we could be in right relationship with the holy perfect god you know and and he adopts us and we're he's our abba father and it's amazing anyway so all that to say i'm kind of getting a little off there i don't want to get too much into like you know things i don't quite know how to explain (laughs) hashtag real talk but you know i just was like sitting there thinking like both of these people so I'm reading the Bible, obviously, hashtag new Christian. And I mean, not that that was weird. Not that only new Christians read the Bible, but I'm just saying like I was reading the Bible kind of like for the first time. Okay. So I'm reading the Bible, you know, I'm like picking little pieces out. I mean, I'm just trying to like sort, I'm learning, I'm learning, basically I'm just learning. And I'm like, you know, God's renewing my mind and stuff and, um, I'll get to a point here soon, but, you know, basically God was like showing me things in the Bible and and I saw, I saw where it said, you will know them by their fruit. So again, in new, new baby Christian Lindsay is like, you'll know them by their fruit. You know, I, I, I was like, okay, so I'll know if the people really know Jesus by their fruit. And to me, fruit was like, okay, fruit means like how they act or like you know like the the fruit of the spirit but also I was kind of a basic understanding so I was like if like they have kids that like love God or if they love God like that's kind of how I was determining it at that time and so I remember thinking of my friends that you know would be more what I would now call sensationist right and I think that's the word if I'm wrong you know forgive me far from perfect over here but like And I was like, okay, they definitely have fruit. They love God. They know him. They love him. They, their families love him. Like they, they know God. So they must be the real deal, you know? And then I go over to this other crew, right? That I would call charismatics, you know? And I'm curious who's right and who's wrong. That's my question to God, you know? And then I go over there and I look at them and I'm like, well, they love God. You know, they love God. Their children love God. You know, like they, you know, they're so sweet and caring. And I'm like, so who's, wait, so what, you know, why are they separated? You know, I just didn't really get it. And, you know, and I asked God and I've been able to hear God's voice kind of since I was a baby Christian. Maybe not the beginning. I don't really remember when I started being able to hear his voice. Well, who am I kidding? I started hearing his voice the moment he told me, I'm right here, Lindsay. I've always been right here. That's how I got saved. God spoke to me. So, like, I've always heard God because he spoke to me, and that's how I got saved. So, I've always heard his voice. Oh, that's such a sweet thing. And I'm going to teach you on this podcast how to hear his voice if you don't know how because he's always talking, and he loves you, and he's your dad, and he wants to talk to you. It's, like, really simple. You know what I mean? doesn't need to get more complicated than that now I know it's been abused in the past and sometimes it gets weird and sometimes we get confused I get it I get it I get it but it still does not negate the truth that you know we uh he has a still small voice and um 
you know, there's a lot of scripture to back it up and we can talk about that. I'm not really a theologian, but anyway, moving on. So all that to say, I'm a storyteller, not a theologian. Okay. Just gonna put that in there. So anyway, hashtag keep going Lindsay. So anyway, point being that I was like, who's right and who's wrong? And I asked God that one night and I felt like God said, neither of them were all the way right. And neither of them were all the way wrong. And he doesn't, you know, and, and to me that helped me. It made sense because I'm like, actually I like them both. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like, they both are legit. They both have different strengths. That's the way I saw it. I'm like both of these camps, I call them camps, I guess, because it's just an easier way to say it. Both of these camps have super strong, super strong strengths. Their strengths tend to be a little different from one another, if I'm honest, but they both have super strong strengths. And you know, what, 10 years later, I'm sitting here still knowing people in both camps, you know, still loving people, learning from people in both camps. And I'm like, the devil is clever or he's crafty, the Bible says. But, you know, because he knows if he can keep them all divided up, they're, you know, they're still powerful, but they're not as powerful as if you could pull all these people together. Next level, like what? The world would be like, it'd be beautiful, really. So anyway, it's just interesting to me. But, you know, on this journey of the inner healing of the artist, and you know me, I'm talking, when I say artist, like, I'm not necessarily talking about people who just do like crafty things or, you know, music or whatever. I'm talking about really really anyone who considers themselves, like, I never thought it was an artist. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like a business. I don't know. I don't know what the crap I thought I was. But the truth is, like, we were all created by the creator of the universe. Okay. And we were made in his image, the Bible says. And we were all made with gifts We were all made with these, you know, special gift mixes, which I think is so interesting. Like, no no two people are the same. I heard this recently, but, like, there's no fingerprint that is the same. Of all the people who've lived in the past, all the people who come, no fingerprint is the same. Like, we are all, like, knit together in our mother's womb. Like, we are all so special. We're so, 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 so special. And I feel like we are each God's artistic work. We are his masterpiece, the Bible says, right? And it's not like you have to like identify as an artist per se, but I want to interview the artist because I think the artists have something for everyone. They they have something that can be, that can be, that can be translated to everyone's life because everyone has this ability to create, to create life, to create the world around them, to create, you know, the environment around them. Like that's who you're, that's who you're born to be. And so that's why I'm focusing on like interviewing artists. It's not that this podcast is just for artists. This podcast is for anyone this this interests <laughs> me and my lisp. Did I tell you guys about my lisp? It's a great story. Anyway, so anyway, that's what we're doing. 
And it's going to be so fun. And we're going to hear stories. We're going to hear people's stories on how God healed them, you know, and how, how their journey, you know, how did God heal them? How did God free them? How did God bring them into the wholeness that they already really had as their nature, yet they needed to become, they needed to, to allow it to manifest in their life. Like, you know, I mean, y'all, I've tried so hard to like, find my freedom, you know, like, for goodness sake, if you even knew, like, it's, wow, it's been a lot, you know, (laughs) was it all necessary? I don't really know, to be honest with you. I'm like, would God have gotten me here anyway? Possibly, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that God wants to speak to us. I know that he wants to lead us moment by moment. Um, He wants to be the love that will cast out fear in our life. He wants to be that encourager, that counselor, the comforter. He wants to be the the papa, the dad, the father, the Abba. You know, he wants to be the best friend, Jesus. He wants to be the husband, Jesus. Like, that's what he wants, y'all. Like, that's what he wants. He wants that more than anything else in the universe. He doesn't care if you do another thing on earth for him as long as you are in relationship with him, as long as you spend time with him, right? Because guess what? Like, like the relationships we have with humans, right? Like, the relationship with him, it's somewhat similar. I know you guys are going to be like, what is she talking about? Like, but what I'm saying is like, it is similar, right? Like we can sit on the couch and we can talk to him. And, you know, yes, we might have to use our sanctified imagination a little bit more, but like, he's so real. Like y'all, he like created this place, right? Like, we're so funny. Like, we're like, oh, yeah, like, we know what's going on. Like, y'all, we do not. Like, we got about 90 years up on this planet, you know? Like, we really don't know. But God knows. And he lives inside of us if we want him to. And you don't have to do anything special except just receive, which is really freaking hard, I understand. But, you know, he really does want to be that special person in our life and he wants to walk us down a journey um an adventure of life and love and the pursuit of all the things and in that he is gonna heal us from things he is gonna help us overcome things he is gonna deliver us if I can use that word from things you know and and I think he does it through movies and TV. I think he does it through music. I think he does it through um, art. I think he does it through spreadsheets. You know, I think he does it in ways that we don't really expect. He does it through dreams. He does it through each other. Yes, he does. Sometimes we get a little codependent and try to fix each other. It's not the best. I'm going to be honest with you. But you know, we're on a journey. God knows he's so sweet to us. So anyway, that's, that's where we're going to stop today. But, but next week I've got a great guest coming on. We're going to talk about some of this. So get ready. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, send me your, you know, send me your thoughts. You know, I've gotten a couple 
great messages from people that the podcast has encouraged them. And I'm telling you, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing with my life? You know, and then I get these messages and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this makes my heart like, makes my heart think like, I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? (laughs) So go ahead and send me a message if this encourages you or if you just think I'm crazy. Maybe don't send me a message. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I understand we're all on a journey. You know what? I'm not here to say that I know exactly um, the way for everyone, but I like to share stories and you can take them or you can leave them. Um, but I think stories are powerful. I think Jesus was the best storyteller of all times. I think he taught through story more than any other way in the Bible And there's a reason, y'all, that we love stories. There's a reason we love movies. Well, I don't love movies, but you guys do. There's a reason we love TV shows. I love TV shows. There's a reason. There's a reason we love music. There's a reason because music tells stories. You know, there's a reason. There's a reason we love poetry. We love reading books. Like, there's a reason. There's a reason we love sitting down with our friends over coffee and sharing what's happening. There's a reason because it's... It's about story and and we learn through story and it's it's a it's a I think it's more of a covert way that God can really heal and restore and redeem and and heal and I already said heal sorry and uh, <laughs> free us and deliver us and stuff so anyway I'm excited it's gonna be a great season I'm gonna pop on here every other week and share some of my stories for you all praying and believing it's going to bring revelation and and freedom and chains are going to drip off and you know the breakthrough that I've (laughs) really unfortunately probably worked a little too hard for if I'm honest I probably didn't need to work as hard as I did but I did work hard (laughs) um now I carry that breakthrough you know and I can release that to you through through testimonies and stories and stuff so because I believe like that's you know that's how God wants to do it right like the media isn't isn't all bad right like he's he uses it he uses everything he wants to use media to teach us and free us and I love that I'm excited about it so anyway this is a great day um for some healing for some revelation for some lies to be rooted out for some love to come in and and just float through our our bodies and push fear out so anyway let's just remember that it's perfect love the bible says that casts out fear. So when you're afraid, I get it. I was afraid today. So there's no shame in the fear. But what do we need when we feel the fear? We need his love. Do we need love of people? Sometimes. Absolutely. I've been realizing that more and more lately. But we first and foremost need his love. And we can ask for it. We can just simply ask, God, I need your love right now and hold out our hands and receive it. Not that there's anything special about holding out our hands, but like there's something important about learning to receive in the kingdom and it's harder than I would have thought. Okay. It's way harder than I was thinking, but it's actually not hard. 
It's like a mindset thing. You know what I mean? It's really not hard. It's not hard at all. Actually, you're just receiving. It's like you receive a gift. But you know, sometimes when you receive a gift and you feel a little awkward, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel weird. That was giving me a gift. Or a compliment. If you have trouble receiving compliments, you probably have trouble receiving from God. And it's okay. No shame. But you might need to practice. How do you practice? Just keep asking him and then just by faith receive. Just that's it. I know, easier said than done. Anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing day. And I'm just going to pray us out and move on to, well, whatever else is next for this evening. So, Papa God, I thank you that you tell us to call you Abba, Father. That um, you knew what we would need because you're so smart. And I honor you as the most amazing, majestic, holy being like in the whole universe and beyond and I also am so grateful that you are sweet and kind and funny and sitting right here by me as I record this podcast you're big and you're so so near so God I thank you that your scripture says draw near to me and I will draw near to you So I pray for all my listeners today, Lord, that they will draw near to you, whether that is just a simple, God, just a simple like moment where they just turn their heart to you, just turn their mind to you for a moment, even at the office, even as they're going to the bathroom, (laughs) like you have no, you are so not worried, God, you're so not worried, but like you want to like us to be aware of you at all times, even the most funny places. So I pray that you will speak to your kids, Lord. I know you're already doing it, but I pray that they would, they would be prompted by you, God, to be aware of you just in the small moments, walking back to their desk at work, like, like, you know, using the loo, like, you know, walking to their car, like driving home, pulling into the driveway, you know, walking to their kitchen, sitting down on their couch, watching a show, turning on a song. Lord, would you make your children aware of your presence, your ever present, your ever present like being that's right here. It's like right here. Like you're in us and we're in you. Like we are one. And we have constant, we have constant connection with you. But would you make us aware? Would you make us aware? It's an awareness issue, Papa. It's an awareness issue. We 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 aren't aware sometimes of how near you are, God. We don't turn our mind towards you. We turn our mind towards all the other things. And you're not mad about it, God. But I ask you to help us to become aware of you. In the midst of all the things, there's things, Lord, there's so many things. There were things today I was struggling to connect with you because fear was taking my mind and like running around like a freaking hamster wheel. It's so annoying. But you, Papa, you are the answer. You're always the answer and you always have the answer. And you are more than willing to come and comfort and love on us and, and, and just be with us while we walk it out, whatever it is, God. So I thank you that that's who you are. That's who you are, God. I thank you that's who you are, God. And I bless, I bless my listeners, God, that 
whatever you want them to take away from this, that they would take that away. If there's anything in here that's of you that is for them, let that resonate. If not, God, let them just have a great, a great laugh or a great revelation of Lindsay's crazy, whatever it is, God. But you know, because you're so amazing, you're so powerful, and you are so on their side, God. So I bless them in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Love y'all.